Welcome back to the Benari Podcast. I'm Gov Candola, and for today's episode, we're joined by Janice Lee for a special mini-series all to do with International Women in Engineering Day, which is on the 23rd of June. Now, Janice is the rail and transit market sector leader uh, with Arcadis for North America. Uh, now, Arcadis obviously are a global design and engineering consultancy firm. Janice, welcome. Good morning. Good afternoon, Gov. Uh, thanks for having me here. Janice, in today's episode, we're going to be learning more about you. Um, you know, the decisions that you've made throughout your career, um, the reason, you know, why you took on an engineering degree, and also, you know, learning a bit more about what Arcadis is doing uh, with regards to diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, but to kick us off, uh, Janice, do you mind giving us an intro to you and your role with Arcadis? Yeah, sure. Uh, I started my career uh, in the uh, public sector working for Amtrak, which is a uh, national railroad uh, company in in, uh, in U.S., uh, working in the field, uh, supporting the rail car and locomotive maintenance and facility improvement program. Uh, for the past 25 years, I've been in the uh, private sectors in a consulting, working with a wide range of um, management and technicals uh, programs uh, in the U.S. and also uh, worldwide as well. In the more recent years, uh, more or less focus on the project, uh, but more on helping with our client uh, from the business size and also developing staff. Uh, at Acadis, uh, as, as you mentioned, my role is uh, focused on the North America in the rail and transit market sectors, uh, really working with in the internal team, but helping our clients uh, to solve their transportation problem. Ultimately, um, it, it's, it, it's really connecting people places and communities with a, a better mobility solutions. Now your degree, you did an industrial engineering degree, uh, is that correct? Um, yeah. What made you want to pursue that degree? Uh, so as a, as a kid, like many other kids, I play with Legos, I, I like to build things. Uh, as I, you know, moved to my, my, my schooling, before college, I always went the options to choose the projects to do instead of writing a paper. Um, so I actually started with want to be an architect. I thought I, I really like building something about buildings, uh, but then I, I realized uh, I, uh, I'm not that creative. Uh, so in my mind, I have a sisters and cousin that are extremely creative. So, and then I kind of figure I'm, I'm pretty good at math. I like build things and engineering seems to be a, uh, a field of many opportunity. And why industrial engineering is uh, actually it was my mom back then many years ago. She mentioned that, uh, hey, that is an option. And I want to look into it and kind of fitting things together, making things work, um, make it more efficient. Uh, that's kind of industrial engineering is uh, in, in general in the system side. Um, so I think that's kind of where I find my uh, passion and niche. Um, I was going to say, obviously, given you know the push for an increase in demographic diversity, in your opinion, what needs to be done to increase the number of female leaders within sectors that cross over with engineering? I think there been a lot of effort, a lot of you know attentions putting it. I think it, it's what could be done more or continues to that is is well inten intentional effort, uh, in particular in their executions and the follow through. Uh, there are like uh, definitely a lot of support, uh, policy goals, target being set. Uh, but I think there being more discipline from the hiring to setting a program to provide upskill trainings. I do believe by continuous to do that, correct, providing those opportunity 
um, encourage women to get into engineering. Once you get them in, how to retain them, how to continue to build that pipeline. It's certainly critical. And I, obviously, I do a lot of work within the US when it comes to the rail sector. And there's a huge bias in, in terms of obviously the planning, provision and design of transportation systems uh, in terms of male bias, because, you know, a lot of the decision makers are often male, but however, the majority user uh, for the transportation systems is often female. Um, so, you know, consultancy firms, you know, like Arcadis but, and design consultancy firms, sorry, but also in you know, engineering firms, there really needs to be a huge push, um, whether it's, you know, building that future bench of talent, but also the executives who are currently making the decisions um, to push for more female leadership to kind of, you know, help the end user, uh, you know, kind of gain, you know, what they really want to see uh, as well. I was going to say now in terms of Arcadis itself, you know, what are they doing to improve diversity, equity and inclusion within the business? Yeah. So at Arcadis, uh, they're Diversity, uh, inclusions, and belonging is it, really a cornerstone of, of everything we do, and it's a very important uh, kind of cultural within the company. Uh, so there's multiple things that we do. Uh, first of all, uh, as, as start out with the policy and, and setting goals and target. Uh, we, we have that in place, and that is kind of across the board from the top executive level to you know the entire company, uh, such as in uh, 20. 22, the company set a goal for 30% of our uh, employees uh, should be uh, females. Uh, very proud of uh, we were able to meet and uh, exceed that goal uh, in 2022. Uh, right now for this year, 2023, our target is 40, 60, 40% uh, female, 60% male. Very proud to say that I just learned we are at 39%. Wow. Uh, and we are not halfway through the years. Uh, and and I think that is very encouraging. And it's also show that, hey, we, we set the target and we are meeting and exceeding that. Uh, currently, our executive level, uh, leadership team is actually 60% women and 40% male. Um, the other things that we just launched late last year uh, is a new program it's called a Women of Color Program. Uh, with a focus particularly to promote underrepresented women's um, minority women's in the workplace. And that's along with uh, the company have five different, we call it the affinity group, basically an employee network and representing um, different ratios, ethics, uh, cultures, uh, genders, uh, diversifications. So I think as a company continues to provide those opportunity, uh, providing upskills, trainings, uh, when there are promotions, openings available, uh, making sure that for the supervisor and manager and leadership team understand that, you know, how to advocate, you know, our very talented women's, how to kind of from the junior level, mid-level to kind of get them, guide them through to the senior executive level. And to wrap up, I was going to ask you, you know, if you could do one thing differently for women in engineering, what would it be? I wouldn't say differently. I think what I would maybe call it uh, doing a little bit more, providing more um, activity, really having a hands-on opportunity. It's really early on to the younger generation, really steering them before they make the choices in, in, in college. Um, so I think a lot of, uh, you know, there's definitely a lot of focus on like the college, but I think we need to go even earlier uh, in the high school, particular when they start thinking about before they pick a definitely. degree. Uh, and then I can kind of relate to it per, uh, for myself. I have two daughters uh, and I'm very 
proud to say both of them are, uh, they're still in the school age, college and high school, finishing high school, pursuing a STEM degree. Uh, so mm -hmm. the interesting factor is, uh, as I, I cannot say it was my influence. I definitely have encouraged them, show them like the career that I have, the opportunities, but ultimately it's really uh, very fortunate uh, the high school they attend, uh, they provide uh, elective classes. It's really through those classes, they find their passion and interests. Uh, particularly for my younger daughter, she is graduating high school and interested in pursuing a degree in mechanical engineering. Oh, wow. uh, she actually met, told a counselor, she didn't want to consider engineering because her mom is an engineer. Interesting. So it was interesting that it's like, I thought I setting up as a role model, but it was in her junior year, she took a class on um, manufacturing process uh, and she really fell in love with, you know, the product design. I think it's going through that process, kind of the discovery process, and it's really for them to own it. Um, so I think what I, my, my message is, uh, it, it, it does take a village uh, to really uh, build in the pipeline for the, you know, more, more women's engaged or interest in engineering. Um, so I think that could be done uh, more. I couldn't agree more. And it, it sounds like, you know, the schools that they're currently attending are really giving those opportunities to them. And look, Janice, thank you again uh, for being part of this, you know, mini series and for sharing your insights. Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me.